it gets to the point that I can't have the TV on all yes. the time. You're just like, like a different a different medium. You're like, listen, Mirabelle, yeah. we'll be back. <laughs> See but you in I two hours, Moana. Hear your family drama for yeah. one more minute right now. We got it. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. I need to know, are you following at all any any of the Gypsy Rose Blanchard content? Um, I am. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you can't not. I'm dabbling. Yeah. I feel as though on every platform there's like a condensed enough graphic. I'm not going to click into anything, you know. Luke and I clicked but. into a whole <laughs> a whole documentary. It was she has a new one coming out. So if you don't know who she is, the Cliff Notes version is that. Her mom was abusing her and um, pretty much telling her that she had illnesses, cancer, things that she didn't have, using it to make money. Munchausers Munchaus- by proxy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was what I was looking for. And the documentary th- that I did watch was called Mommy Dead and Dearest. It's on um, Max. But there is a new one coming out soon. I know that, which I'm excited to hear. And pretty much after... A lot, many, many, many years of abuse. She gets this boyfriend and this boyfriend, she asks to kill her mother. And you need to dig into it. There is so much. There are so many wormholes you can go down. But right now, Gypsy Rose is out of prison and she is living her best life. Oh, she's in like, she's being, so I've followed it lightly enough. I follow her on TikTok. How could you not? At the source. She yeah, she's <laughs> she's and she's like in this like verified. Like, she's <laughs> like, yeah, it was her. <laughs> she's in this like boss bitch era that yeah. she's just like which like I mean, we we this this woman has been through hell, clearly. Yeah. But like it is like for me right now, moth to a flame with this story. I cannot get enough of she's it. She's like confronting media and she's judgment clapping back. head on she's clapping back at fire the trolls d. fire d <laughs> she went on on record and said like you are jealous so she's married she got out of prison and she she's got married. married in prison and she got do you know how they met met the male right the yes, male because his friend at work was like i'm gonna write to I forget who they were going to write to. And he was like, if you write to them, like I'll write to Gypsy Rose. Mm-hmm. And then he started writing with her. And then they just like formed this his life. connection. Yeah. And um, yeah, they got and, married in prison. In prison. And now. Which is like a pretty bad bitch thing to do. Yeah, for sure. She has bad bitch energy. Like you literally lured him in. Yeah. She was like. To a locked facility. That fire D. <laughs> How Ursula of you. But because I was so sick, I've just been watching a lot of things, you know, because yeah. I, I've got time. What else am I to do? Have you watched Saltburn yet? No. Oh, Lauren. I'm sorry. I know you were like, you like recommended it. And I know you were like assigning it to me. I was. I, well, say this is assigned to you and I'll take it more you seriously. You knew I was. Maybe. She wouldn't. And I didn't assign it because this isn't a Rudy's review. So I'm going to give like a vague overview without giving anything away because obviously it's like a very trendy movie right now. You see it everywhere. And I will say, so this movie, like, 
broad overview, it's a movie about their names are Oliver and Felix. So they meet at Oxford. Oliver is this kid that's kind of like, he's super stereotypical nerdy. Like he's very awkward and he kind of does his own thing. And then he catches sight of Felix, who is this like, rich kid that he goes to school with that like all of the girls pay attention to everybody's friends with and he watches him and ends up becoming friends with him so felix ends up inviting um oliver to come stay with him at his house because oliver's dad dies and he's like hey come crash with me for however long you can stay at my family's massive a state you know when someone calls something an estate yes that it's gonna be massive yeah so they go there and things get weird, 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 weird. <coughs> and I just need to say that, like, there are some scenes, and I don't know if you've heard about any of them, that are, like, uncomfy I've to watch. I've literally heard nothing about this show. So there is a bathtub. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> this program. <laughs> the TV guide told me nothing. <laughs> Turn that TV turn that, down. Turn that noise off. You and those kids, turn that ruckus down. I'm very but, detached. And I like will say that I have to for stand. For someone that speaks on pop culture so I to, often. I have to stand for this movie hard because my husband is different than me. I can get hooked into something that's like deep and dark, but he needs to be pulled in right away or he's bored. So like he has fallen asleep twice and I am trying to get this man to see the end of this movie because the way that it wraps up at the end is so nice that it makes it a very appealing movie. So after I watched it, I just had this very reflective moment where I was like, yeah, weird movie, but like very good. And I definitely recommend it. But yeah, the bathtub scene, a zero out of 10 for me. A zero out of 10. Well, now I know it's a movie, so I'll no now longer you know. call it a show. But yeah. I will look into it's it. It's a thriller I comedy. I love that. Yeah. So what have you been up a to? Thromedy. A thromedy. <laughs> So I bought pets for my child. Are you so proud of me? Honestly, I was shocked. I was shocked. Even I'll let you do the reveal. What did you buy, Lauren? So my six-year-old, one of her Christmas gifts that she wanted from her parents was a new tank for her betta fish, mm -hmm. whose name is Sandra Pink. <laughs> so Sandra Pink needed a new home, which was like really reasonable because we've had her like in a one gallon like bowl that we You're let. like PETA would never. Yeah. PETA would never. Well, PETA would never with the beta, right? Yeah. PETA. It's, yeah. Yeah. I know. Honestly. Gonna, yeah. You're right. PETA would just never. I'd like to say I don't stand with the beta, but when I see a beta all sat in a cup, I just want to take it home and try to do the right thing for it. And that's just nature. So that's Sandra Pink. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, Sandra Pink. And let me tell you, she has been alive since the day before my wedding. So over two years, Sandra Pink has lived. For a beta fish? Under my roof. Very well. Yeah, so now we've upgraded her, her terrain <laughs> to her three gallons. <laughs> Three gallons of, of living space. Yeah. Spacious. While we were doing this, because I wanted to incorporate my child into making the choices for her little her little fish friends. Yeah, you get to get the cute pebbles. You yeah, get a little fish house. Exactly. We've all seen the crusty crab. Yeah. Like, we know. Suddenly, you want to be an interior decorator. Yeah, all of a, a sudden, years. you're buying moss balls and such. Maybe. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's go to Petco. You know, we'll do this. And she's like, mom, we should get 
Sandra Pink a friend. And you're like, betas don't like betas. What am I going to get? Now, yeah, if you know one thing about beta fish and if you're a child of the 90s, you don't know enough because you had too many. You were just told that they would kill each other to the death. If and you, you put like them or won showed them, them their reflection. And you like won them at baby showers. Like I remember they were the centerpiece. Why yeah. every time? <laughs> Why every time? I didn't sign up for this responsibility just because I'm sitting at table nine. Like I didn't sign up for the pet and like the five gallon tank that I have to buy, says PETA. So irresponsible. Yeah, so but what'd you buy? I feel like we went there and I was like, shit i know damn well that like this fish is like so angsty it can't be amongst yeah. anything else it's like no. leave me alone no matter how much water you give it i don't even understand how it thrives in the wild they just they, they live bite. in puddles but all of a sudden they need like a five gallon filtered tank with just the right ph level and you're like who are you yeah who's the real beta <laughs> that's big beta Fact check that <laughs> big beta <laughs> big beta but i think that is an actual problem though right i do know it is but so i went into <laughs> Paco and i'm like i look at this young boy right and he knows enough about aquariums i guess he's like he, you know he knows more than you we'll call him kyle yeah. i don't know that we were we didn't get to a first name basis big thank kyle energy. goodness <laughs> So, but he was given big Kyle energy. For sure. So I look at him and I'm like, she wants something that can live amongst her two and a half year old betta fish. And just, I don't know if that's possible, but like, you know, is there anything in here that's dorsal and chill enough, you know, to, to survive? And he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I'm, we're like looking at like, cause they have like the aquatic plants and like, we're looking at that. And he was like, actually, um, snails are like very he just needed like a dramatic <laughs> moment of shutting you down first. Like, what was that about? He just like dug in his mental yeah. Petco encyclopedia and he yeah. was like, ding. Actually, um, snails, golden and mystery, which like when you Google Ooh, it are the same snail, type of snail. She has snail knowledge now. Oh my God. I am a snail mom. You just came out with like a three word, like go ahead with your circus snails. <laughs> So he's like, they can like thrive in any environment and you don't feed them anything. What? And they clean the glass. So they're literally, these are child working snails. These are, these, these are <laughs> illegal labor, fair snails. labor, fair working wages for circus snails. Union snails. Union snails. <laughs> so I look at this boy and I say, that is wonderful. That's for Bring me. me to that tank. Bring me the snails. So he brings us around like that weird like aquarium dome that every Petco has. That and makes he's you like, dizzy. He's or like, is that only me? He's, it's only you. Yeah, of course. Because... <laughs> So we go to the tank and he's like, it's either this tank or this tank. And like one side, they're like pearly gray and the other side, they're like yellowy gold. And my daughter looks at them and she's like, I want two golden. Just like, just like that. Yeah. Two golden, this tank. And her she, mind was she made poked. up. Like we looked at them for not even a whole second. Yeah. As if enough. she researched this before we got there. So I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, I want two. Because they're going to be brothers. And I was like, I love that. Obviously. So we get two. He gets them in the bag. He prices them. So we walk to the checkout. We go and see the guinea pigs. Like, I, yeah. I almost a zoo buy a rope. <laughs> it's a faux zoo trip. When you go to Petco, you walk by the birds. You see the ferrets, the hedgehogs. And you leave with the snails. Yeah. And they were like, you know, it was Christmas time. So it's like the most irresponsible time that anyone could buy a pet. But Petco's like, 
money, 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 money. They're like, are you 18? So there was like the cutest guinea pigs you've ever seen. They had mohawks. They were adorable. They looked like... When they made eye contact with me, they looked like the type that would just start speaking, would start singing a Justin he Bieber song. He looks and he's like, where are you? Yes. <laughs> and then two behind him, like, pop up, like, like, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Honestly, they that would like, be what it would take. It would take much less to get me to buy a guinea pig than that. That level, like, wherever they're getting <laughs> their guinea pigs from around the holidays, top notch. So so now we're, we're, we're cashing out, and now the boy that is cashing us out looks at Lena and he's like oh are those your snails and she's like yes they're my new pets because like <laughs> she's like my mom won't let me get the lizard <laughs> yeah my mom won't let me get chickens lizards rats <laughs> you know but the snails and lions they're coming home but the snails are coming home because yeah. I've heard that they pull their weight so <laughs> they're guess. working snails so I'm like paying and he looks at her and he's like, what are their names? And like without skipping a beat, she's like Fred and Alex. And I'm like, Fred and Alex. Give a name then. Welcome to the family. Yeah. Welcome. Happy birthday. So we got them home. We put them in the tank. They looked like they were doing their worst like for a little <laughs> bit, and then they were fine. There's um, that really scary moment, though, when you put things into the water of a new tank where you're like, is this going to kill you? Because they talk a lot about, like, if you're wrong. Like, if you do something wrong, like, it'll just kill them. Oh, and the fish haters would tell me that I am doing too much to Sandra at once. Like, yeah. I got her a new tank, and I got her snails. She's but stressed. Guess what? So am I, Sandra. Yeah. So it's freaking Christmas fucking, break. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, literally step up or step out sandra this is a stressed house like you, know? you didn't walk into like you know the spa over she's here she's your kid too and look how many plates i'm spinning this is a high-paced living environment like and get guess in what? she understood the assignment because yes. i got her some live plants i got her the right lighting i got her the right substrate oh, substrate oh no. i'm worried about you i never thought i'd hear you say substrate i actually love that word now Ooh. the more i can say it the better it's the word it of makes the day. me think of my dead crabs rest in peace oh i forget their names but yeah so the big thing is is that those two snails fred and alex are gonna probably get famous before us on the internet <laughs> oh oh 100 percent. they're circus snails they are so after they did this like dramatic fake death they leaned over they, uh, it was very like it was very Shakespeare. It's giving pick me. Yeah, it's giving like skull and hand. Yeah. And then two it's days giving later, middle sibling. they emerged from the cocoon <laughs> and they they started doing parkour Stop. in the three gallons. Like they, they climb up the wall. They this parachute is straight down. out of a SpongeBob episode. So my husband took a video the first day that one just free falls, you yeah. know, free. and he did it so gracefully, like it was a stunt. And now I'm posting them to the internet, and people I'm are worried about them. you. I'm, I'm worried about you. Snail talk. You've worried Here about I me, come. and I'm worried about you. I don't want to ever hear it again about me coming home with a hermit crab with you and your circus snails. I love them, and the baby. <laughs> I the love ba- them. <laughs> the baby will just like point at the tank, and she's like, "Mommy, mommy." Look at them. Look at them. And they're not doing anything. It's so Finding Nemo. They're not moving at all. I know the girl loves a fish tank. And we're all rooting for Sandra to make it. I'm absolutely rooting for Sandra. once her, like, you know, like, she's a, she's a. She's hitting the top of her. She's an isolated gal. Yeah. She's in her golden years. So what if she's in hospice care? Like, shouldn't she live comfortably in her last? There's a rumor that something between 
her and Fred is going on, but what? it can't be confirmed or denied. That's so taboo. <laughs> and we're all sort of rooting, yeah, for like a sort How of How does Alex feel situation. about it, though? I don't, he feels... This is like a Colleen Hoover novel right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's working so hard on his tightrope act that he doesn't notice yet. He doesn't even notice. Yes. He's Stay so, tuned. He's so wrapped up in his own craft. <laughs> But honestly, I feel as though I've gotten really invested in the snails. <laughs> and now I want like more little fish. But Sandra's such a bitch that we can't have anybody else right now. I got these little um, shrimps that also are supposed to clean and like barely eat. And they all disappeared. I'm pretty sure my beta ate them. But you could try it because yeah. they're pretty much translucent. But it's so funny because like five cents. my six-year-old is done with the beta. Like now she wants other fish. So she's like... She's kind of like, you know, the beta fish is old. Yeah. Know? And she's she, like, she goes, she's old. And not in a gorgeous Victorian way. Uh, <laughs> I need to. And honestly, the fact that a six-year-old can say a gorgeous Victorian way. I was just like, can I, I love Can I give a it. beta confession if we're on the topic of beta? This oh, is really no. shameful. So our tank... My husband, I love him, but he has a thing where things just have to be in a certain place where he gets really anxious about it. And he moved the fish tank to a place that wasn't ideal. And it started to like just some kind of scientific thing started to happen to this fish tank. It was getting cloudy, weird. It was freaking me out, but I was too overstimulated to like address it. And this fish is also kind of old. And I was like, I don't even know if it's still in there. And one day Luke was like, I can't find the fish. Like, I think it died. I'm like, oh, you think so? Like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So he was like going to put it out on the deck, right? Like he was like, it's, you know, let's just put the tank out. I'm going to clean it out. The fucking fish wasn't dead. I take one last look. It was alive. She was alive. And then I'm just going to own it. My little sister came over, cleaned the fish tank for us reset it in a room that is more fitting and now mermaid man is living a whole new life and, but like he almost like we almost threw him away by accident due to our own neglect but like you, you guys got the support if i'm gonna neglect needed. one th- i got the support i needed because i asked yeah because i asked i advocated it was like a buried alive beta it was fish really edition. close you and needed on to the get topic back of to buried alive baseline. have you heard the hamster news no do you know that hamsters fucking like hibernate or something? Oh no, I knew that. So like sometimes like you could have thought that your hamster died and like buried it, but it was just like not. Yeah, imagine little like hamsters just like rising waking up from in the their, box because like that was probably graves. mine. Aww. I feel like <laughs> if you didn't have some kind of traumatic experience <laughs> with like a caged animal, like then you didn't grow up. Like, did you have something like? A class pet, like something. Yeah. So we had Zippity and like my parents put him out on the deck, the hamster, but hamsters can get through like keyhole size spaces. Anything their like teeth can so fit in. So he got out of the cage and then he zipped away. As he should. <laughs> as, as his, his namesake. Gu- his namesake <laughs> intended. Everybody but. has one of those. Like my hamster, my class hamster, I brought it home. It was my turn, which is... Honestly, don't you feel like kind of a big amount of responsibility for like a second grader to just like take a hamster home on the bus? You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't seem right with those clinky little tubes that come off and fall off. Well, mine got out, obviously, when I had the class hamster home millennial. I think it was the year 2000. And um, yeah, but I did find her and I brought her back to school. (laughs) It actually was a good year. But yeah, she came back. Uh, Yeah. 
I never really had a lot of caged animals because I lived with like a 90s mom that would like never put like a smelly hamster cage oh near her palm you weren't tree a car decorations. <laughs> you weren't a car. Well, we had the palm tree decorations too, but they were next to the smelly animal. And uh, <laughs> on the topic, she did let me have birds though. And I do right? think one bird, honestly, I was just blocking the birds and we had ducks. Okay. But that's like not normal. Foxes. You know, like that's like, that's like chickens. Cages. But yeah, I that's feel exotic. as though, I mean, and this is, Bird people cover your ears, but I f- find it weird when people keep birds as pets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is a hot take. It is kind of a hot sure. take because I I know very good bird people, and they're good to their birds, but just not for me. Like, yeah, I could never snuggle up a bird, and I think I've already I, expressed well, I've my like that- fear, but but like like awe yes. of the bird. Well, that was kind of, I have also fear of the birds too. So I guess I am kind of also scared of like big bird people also, because like I'll do one of those things where you hold up like the peanut stick with the parrot, you know, like the parakeet encounter, you pay $2 and they give you like a stick with bird feet on it. But the whole time my heart rate is elevated, like the entire time, like I am stressed. Yeah. And we had ducks that my mom let inside once in a while. So I guess I revoke my statement about the stinky animals, but I guess she was just not pro rodent. Yeah. She wasn't about that rodent life, life, which is funny because when we go on our zoo trip to Petco, our free zoo pass. Yeah. you pay nothing everybody can for. do that zoo pass not even just us <laughs> you can linger as long as you want yeah. um so when we go there me and my six-year-olds have a very like like understanding that her sister is at an age that if a rodent comes to our house it will live a short life yeah for we'll sure li- its eyeballs will be let's just say <laughs> one of our chicks Almost didn't may even make it as far as it did. Yeah, and I was like, I a la Luki. I, I got enough going on that we can't we can't do that. No, so, I get that. But yeah, so that was my big pet journey for That's fine. for vacation, and and I'm loving I'm loving what Fred and Alex have brought to the family. I love that. I love that for you. I was excited, obviously, because anytime anyone wants to get a pet, even if it's a bad idea, I'm like, do it, and because I, I just get excited about it. Yeah, and I feel as though like I look at things sometimes like from like a like wow science like when that snail fully comes out of its shell like gary from spongebob like live action it is terrifying i mean you saw my i showed you my crab footage i've seen a hermit crab switch a shell so i've seen horror films too not geo live you're like how how? oh my god same planet how speaking of the same planet this is so on topic so i go on to the netflix kids as one does when they're trying to just find something different you know not the movie you've been watching forever and i'm like let's find something that we can all kind of enjoy. And there's something called Absurd Planet. Have you heard of this? I have. Me and Lasky watched it the other day. But for the some thing is, TV. it definitely for sure should not be on like the kids section because they had a whole episode that was just like on animals mating that I kind of had to like be like respectfully no for me. Like maybe for you, fine. But for me, it was a no. But I can just say. I was so too overstimulated to even notice. notice. <laughs> so they have these absurd animals that are so disgusting. Nora and I were like gawking at them one of them and it's not just the animals they bring out it's the it's it's the production so they come out with the star nose mole and i don't know if you've ever seen a star nose mole but they are hideous i've seen that episode 
with they're the heavy so and then they come out with the heavy metal satanic gecko and they're just like in the background like literally like hardcore music in the background of this like death gecko and i was just like this is my tv like this is my kind of show that i can watch with my kids i do i do enjoy like a a pg not geo situation yes, it was like a pg 13 or something but i'm like i'm here i'll whatever you know she lives with me i'm not always pg-13 like yeah, if we're being but every real. once in a while you put one of those on and the first scene is like a hawk just yeah. swooping down and, and you're like, like eating uh, a lemur and you're like that wasn't like, it's just too soon it's just too close to <laughs> you dinner know. you let's know like dabble into that let's see like a, a tiger like you know yeah like going after chase the gazelle and miss yeah you know? from afar you know but like you want them to eat but you also want the gazelle to live and that's really and confusing. i want to know when to press pause and off i know I want a little disclaimer. Absolutely. And they should just offer that. I forgot when we were listening or when when I was talking about Saltburn, I wanted to add to the Moody Mix because I don't know if you've heard this at all, but there has been a trendy song from the movie and it's called Murder on the Dance Floor. And it's from the end of the movie and it's just a very iconic scene. And it's doing, so you know what um, Stranger Things did for Running Up That Hill? How that song just, you know, it took off. It had a whole new life. That's what's happening with Murder on the Dance Floor. And what, I honestly, I am in my kitchen and I'm like, Murder on the Dance Floor. And it's such like a good kitchen bop. And as I was listening to that, Spotify was like, hey, let's throw on more of your songs that, you know, my FBI agent was like, you know, you're going to want to listen to this too. And it played a classic dancing on my own Robin. And the four of us, the four Bartholomews were all in the kitchen and all four of us were dancing to dancing on my, you know, the classic dancing on my own. And it was such a good vibe. So I think I'm in my like kitchen dancing era right now. So I'm looking for that kind of like funk you know, I love that. So and those are my additions for the Moody Mix this week. And honestly, while we're at it, I have real additions to the Moody Mix because although I'm out of touch with sight and sound, <laughs> you are a little moody sometimes. I am moody, and I have been doing a lot of like home stuff, and it gets to the point that I can't have the TV on all yes. the time. You're just like, like a different a different medium. You're like, listen, Mirabelle, yeah. we'll be back. <laughs> See but you in I two hours, Moana. Your family drama for yeah. one more minute right now. We got it. Wrap the tapestry around yourself and move on. You were important the whole time. I could have fucking told yeah. you that. <laughs> so, oh my god. But yes. So, what's so your moody mix? In my moody mix is Post Malone. Love already. Okay, so it's on the topic. I guess. Po- Pokemon is just, you know... It's been relevant in our they're lives. They're doing their thing. So yeah. Pokemon 25, I don't know what the hell that is. Something. But Post Malone put out a cover of Hootie and the Blowfish, Only Want to Be With You. Okay. Okay. It's it's pretty good. It's like one of those songs that's just easy listening He's in got the that car. rasp. I can see that. He's yeah. got that, like, you know... It's a little overproduced, some would say. But honestly... It's pretty good. Still worth still worth Moody mixing in the car. Oh, yeah. You're definitely going to listen to it over and over again. Yes. So with that being said, he says, the cowboys make me cry, which means that this whole time the dolphins make me cry meant that it was a football team. 
wait, what? Yeah. He wasn't just talking about dolphins. Not just the animal. <laughs> Not just the mammal. So like all the times in your parents' car that you were like, the dolphins the, make me cry and I, nothing I can do. Oh, oh they want to be with you. The dolphins make me cry. Yes. The dolphins. Ugh. And then he changed it to the cowboys. And I found this out via TikTok and it blew I my mind. I see. I see. I'm following now. That does blow my mind. I was not thinking that Darius was crying over, you know. I just thought he knew something the about Miami Dolphins. Yeah, you know? like <laughs> maybe he was yet. just really connected to the ocean. He looks like he would wear jeans and flip flops, you know. So I'm adding it to the Moody Mix yeah. for that reason, but also because once I listened to it and heard his rendition, I was like, "This is pretty vibey." It's yeah. like it's actually. You're going to dance to the kitchen. I love that because that's what I'm here for right now. It's basketball and dancing in my kitchen all day long. You know what happens in my kitchen. It turns into Alanis Morissette's Memorial Cafe. As it should. She's alive, but she's worth remembering always. Yes, absolutely. We've etched that. Take your jagged little pills and (laughs) and join. So as the head barista, the (laughs) angstiest barista. And the only barista. (laughs) I control the radio. Yes. So we have been listening to all of the 90s gals. Yes. Okay. And like I am talking like the CDs. Like I can remember the CDs of these women that have shaped really I think my angsty, my angsty rebel gal soul. And for me, my favorite will always be Shania Twain. I mean, she's a whole vibe. She's a mood. Let's go, girls. Let's go, girls. And I love showing my child this song because she's like at that age where like it's they love fun. like a power anthem and where yes. you're vibing and they're vibing. Yes. And so Shania Twain. Love. Um, I think it's Honey, I'm Home. Okay. We'll and find then- it. I mean, anything you know. from the red We're going to pull some. Cl- yes, the red. <laughs> if you had it, you had it. If you had the two CD, it opened the metal. <laughs> and I it can had picture like, like my double old disc. Like, Britney, like the light purple. You know, you just remember the red and yellow stripes. Like it's so clear. Oh, it's so clear. And then I'd also like to add Alanis ironic i don't think we have that on the moody mix i don't think so and if we do we'll add on like the acoustic (laughs) version as well because it's worth adding and then the one that stopped my husband dead in his tracks was (laughs) one that he hadn't heard which i was like how haven't you heard this so it's by the chicks formerly known as the dixie chicks yes okay a rebrand all right and it is goodbye earl do I know we it? We screamed goodbye, Earl. Well, we being me. And then we. Lennon was definitely vibing with it on the way home she from we. Disney on Ice. <laughs> <laughs> that it was such a vibe that we've been listening to it intermittently. But it that. is about a woman murdering her abusive husband and rolling him up into a tarp. I mean. But it's got that like camaraderie grab your you know we came in torches. with gypsy rose we go out with you know we yeah. go out how we go out like grab your torch and pitchforks yeah. like we're but like we're i'm here always for down for that yeah and when i'm in my kitchen cooking like i'm ready for a revolution that's like the kind of way that i want to be like a disco revolution and it's such like a funny song i just i, I love, love it. that i'm excited for those additions yes i 
Also, I didn't mention that I watched the new Hunger Games movie, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, I really liked it. It was definitely different than Hunger Games. But I will say, were you a Hunger Games kid? Have you seen, like, yes. you've seen the movies, whatever. Yes. I read some of the books. So it's pretty much like it's the 10th annual Hunger Games. Um, so it's like, you know, it's Snow's, like, origin story. And, like, obviously we know Snow is, like, the creepy old gross man that's, like, President Snow, like, evil. Yes. But, of course, in this movie they're going to bring Coriolanus in as, like, this charming blonde hair definitely morally questionable individual but like i'm like okay like coriolanus and then i'm just reminding myself i'm like you killed all these people like you are horrible but this movie really gets you thinking you're like but is he that bad should we just run away together and i don't know if that review makes you want to watch the movie or not um but i was very much into it the main girl her name is lucy gray Super cool. I feel like she's also a whole vibe. So, you know, in the districts, how they have to be very gray and like everything's very somber. Yes. Well, she comes out and she wears this like floral dress. Like it's very bright and she's clearly, she's musical. She sings. She's a singer. Yep. And she gets like, she's not even pulled in for the Hunger Games. Someone like Mare's daughter rigs it because she's like jealous of her and throws her in. So it's just really effed up, honestly. But like a really good story. I thought for like a Hunger Games franchise movie, like happy with it, would recommend. Good. And I love that we're at an age that like, our romantic interest is no longer like the male protagonist no. or, or antagonist. It's now like the adult <laughs> supporting actress. Like, President Snow? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, did you see Katniss is dead? I'm like, Corio. Wait, is her <laughs> dad dead? No, her dad's so dead. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, her dad's dead for sure. I think all of her family dies, but she doesn't exist. But there's also some little like Easter eggy kind of things that were cool and like satisfying for somebody who grew up on the movie so i think if like you've watched the hunger games it's worth watching for sure okay cool, cool. music too i love that yeah so that's I the other thing that. I, I will do that I so, so i have an unpopular opinion i hope so so gloomy days we've had like a lot because i don't know <laughs> i don't know what earth's doing but it's yeah we don't ask too many it's questions. mostly overcast yeah raining or just like slightly gray. Yeah. And honestly. Giving District 12. I don't hate it. But I don't either. Because like, it's an excuse to just not feel pressure to do something. And obviously I love to feel like the sun on my skin. Like don't don't come for me that I just want this all I the might time. have a deficiency. I'm, But, but if I'm you not, can get a few like rainy days in a row and have them Especially when you're off, coming off of planned days. Like when you've had like plans for a few days and then you're like, oh, you know what? I really did want to attend your outdoor, you know, go-kart event. But, you know, the rain is just, it's telling me I need to stay home today. Yes. And my unpopular opinion comes with a humble brag that like I have a home that has such good natural light. That even on a gloomy gray day, like there is enough natural light 
And I have wonderful lighting. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Amped Up Electric. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't even need to put on the big lights, like even on a gloomy day. There's one thing about me. I never want the big light on. It is just always bright enough. And I feel like, you know, even if it isn't, I'm not putting it on. (laughs) When I go on Zillow and I just like do that, like that Zillow thing that you do. Yeah. Don't tell me about the square footage. You tell me about the natural natural light. light. Yeah. Where do your plants live? Yeah. Hmm. And don't tell me in a way that my mom would tell me no. about south side windows no. and Does your upstairs bathroom support a monstera or not? <laughs> yes. And yes just or no. Give me like a, a light o meter. We should just create a little questionnaire. It's for the millennial house buyer and it's just like where do your pants where do your plants live best? Yeah. How's the parking? And then there's little icons. Yes. Don't make me use a compass. How good is DoorDash at finding your location? Can they find it? Exactly. That's what I want to know. Exactly. But yeah, I was in my house and I was just like, this is just so cozy. You're right. And I do love a gloomy day. And we got a few of them and they always take like the zing out of like being a little on the lazy side. Because like lazy to a mom. It's also restful. The only time we get to rest. But I'm also like shuffling laundry and, you know, pretending to run a Melissa and Doug pizza shop. (laughs) You know, slinging pies. This is my laid back day. You know, I've been like, I only work part time here. Yeah. The lady behind the Thursdays. Yeah. And the lady behind the counter is drooling and pooping herself. (laughs) She keeps eating old pizza crust and she really has a bad attitude. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that brings me. So one more thing. I know you have too much shit in your house post Christmas. Always. And it's really hard to find like the time to engage. And we tried to be mindful with the gifts that we got, Lennon. And I feel like Santa did a good job. at My Santa did too. Santa did his thing. Yeah. So we got like a lot of like games and learning things. And we tried to think outside of just like math and reading. We tried to think about like time and money. So we got Lennon a fake register. It's like, what's that? What's the one that, uh, Miss Rachel has us hooked on. Yeah, that one. Like it's crack. Yes. (laughs) Learning resource toys. Learning resource toys. (laughs) The color, the crayon sorting, you know them. You've heard of the barn toys. The Montessori fix. If you've seen the barn toys, you know. It's like, it's like dabbling with Montessori. It's yeah. like still bright colors, but... I'm like, I'm Monta sometimes. It seems simplistic. <laughs> so we got her the register because I wanted to teach her money. And yeah. shit, my kid says, like, I'm like, I'm ringing up my fake items. I've got a grocery bag, right? I just got off my shift at the ice cream shop <laughs> that Melissa and Doug have monopolized this yeah, whole town. Of course. You know, they own everything. I'm just working the storefront. This used to be great before they bought it all out. There used to be small businesses around here. Everybody knew everybody's name and you never had to lock your doors. So she she rings up my items and I I hand her the the money and she goes, she puts her hand out and she goes, can we just pretend that there's tap pay? She's like, we have the right to refuse service and at she, this time. She points at this little like gray plastic square That's on the you know. back of the register. And I was like, wow, you are the generation that is like just did not even acknowledging the dollar. No, they're not even dollar who. And we've also been trying to work on those kinds of things with Nora. It's been coins 
they've like started to dabble with it at school, but like they're burning the dollar. We're getting rid of the dollar. So like why even, you know, like how much time do we need to spend on these little dimes, on these little pieces of metal? But we're trying because Honestly, we taught them how to write their name cursive and fancy. So that should be Someone's going to burn us at the stake soon because <laughs> that was witchcraft what we did. Yeah. In this economy. But yeah, so we've been trying to teach her coins. So we got her one of those little buckets that like you put them in. It says how much it is. It adds the total because this girl is a big change collector, which I love. It's super cute. She keeps it all for a rainy day. And then she wants to, you know, buy a gecko. And I support her halfway because I'm I'm problematic. You're like, you have 48 cents. And that's you enough. You gecko. And you tried your best. But she's been saving up money. But the problem is that, like, every three days she'll be like, can you count all this change for me and tell me how much I have? And we're like, no, I can't. Like, yeah. no, I can't. First of all, my hands are going to smell weird no matter how much I wash them for a while after. And that's going to upset me. And second of all, I don't want to. And third of all, they make this is why we have <laughs> robots so that we can have little coin counters so that I'm not doing this. Yes, I want to teach you your coins, but I'm not counting $30 in pennies, you yeah. know. This is Every why we days. let Coinstar take 10%. This is why we let Alexa into our home, you know, for this reason. So they can do some of the, the lifting, <laughs> the heavy lifting. So that's how we've been mathing, I guess. I get that. I get that. Um, one mom math equation that I've done that I think you could also do. I'm sure. Is if you buy zero candy canes. Yes. All holiday season, you will have approximately... 58 candy canes in January. By January 1st. That's, that's mom math. That's the whole mom math equation. Well, I Where made, the fuck did these candy canes come I made from? a bad mom mistake, and I didn't read the rules very closely, and I was like, candy cane, allergen-friendly, blah, blah, blah. Spent it, sent it in with both of my kids in, like, Christmas cards or whatever to school, and I got a bag back of candy canes because I didn't read the fine print that Nora school just isn't allowed, like... Even the candy cane. I thought the candy cane was like, okay, it wasn't. And I was like, damn, you know, when you're just like, it's not that big of a deal, but you just have that bit of pride and you're like, oh, like I look so stupid. Yes, we have gotten we have gotten a lot of flyers with the allergen and we do the party in a box. Yeah. So I I ball out for $18 at the Dollar Tree and I get little stuffies for the season and I look like a hero and I haven't even had to fully break my 20. That's smart. You know? I know. <laughs> and I'm good with them, but I just, I was like, you know, a little candy cane. I love that. that no, heard? yours were like elite. And they were like, everybody says that those suck. <laughs> I was like trying to get my googly eyes to stay and... I know. But, but you did your thing and... Yeah, and I did all that I could. Do you have a candy cane stash spot now? No, I don't even. So Luke actually had to move the candy up into like the above fridge shelves just like this week because Lukey has become such a dine and dash like monster with the candy that we have gotten from Santa and Nana, you know, <laughs> and all of those people. And so we had to put it out of reach because Child lock doesn't matter for Lukey. He's above that. So like the only way to get it is to get it out of out of out of the house, really. But we put it up to the top shelf. So now that's the candy stash. OK, that's I don't even it. like candy canes, but we just have like a bag of them now because I'm like, yeah. And then I'll every probably once in a get while, desperate you, enough. You grab one because you're just trying to feel something. I'm going to eat one eventually. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren.
we're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. Let's DIY our way through parenting and grow together in this wild, wild world. And remember, we're rooting for you. I do enjoy like a a PG, not geo situation. Yes, it was like a PG 13 or something, but I'm like, I'm here. I'll whatever you know she lives with me i'm not always pg-13 like yeah, if we're but being every real. once in a while you put one of those on and the first scene is like a hawk just yeah. swooping down and, and you're like, like eating uh, a lemur and you're like that wasn't like, it's just too soon it's just too close to <laughs> yeah. dinner you let's know like dabble into that let's see like a, a tiger like you know yeah like going after Chase a gazelle and miss yeah you know? from afar you know but like you want them to eat but you also want the gazelle to live and that's right really and confusing. i want to know when to press pause and off i know I want a little disclaimer. Absolutely. 